Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast, hosted by Tom Heaney. Tom is a serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping people realize their true potential. He's on a mission to connect people that make it happen in the real world, to bring you their story, to inspire and help you achieve amazing results. Here's your host, Tom Heaney. Okay, so welcome to the Making It Happen podcast. My name's Tom Heaney, I'm your host, but I've got my good friend Alex Milburn in the house, in my house actually, and the thing I want to drill him into and drill down into is his his business model, which is using Airbnb, Booking.com, and other um, agencies such like that to get great cash flow, and the best thing is, he's not even buying property, he's controlling it. So it's known as service accommodation in the industry, but just, if we just, just call it Airbnb, people kind of understand what that means. But he's making a great business, great profit for himself, and he's also providing great services to not just landlords, but people who want to not stay in hotels. Like There's a, there's a different revolution going on in how people to use accommodation. So I want to help you, the listener, delve into, is this going to be a useful thing for you? Be more curious to know why do it as a business? Like, is it a headache? What's the worst things that can go wrong? But also how great it can be if it's done right. So welcome, Alex Milburn. Alex Milburn. So, <laughs> Thank you very much, Tom. Good, uh, good afternoon, everybody. So Alex is, believe it or not, just 23. That's correct. Check that out. So 23-year-old, uh, he's making massive success in service accommodation. And ultimately, why did you choose service accommodation? Um, I mean, obviously, I'd been in and around property for around six months before I actually chose serviced accommodation. But ultimately, the choice to go down serviced accommodation and more specifically rent to serviced accommodation was mainly down to the fact of limited funds. Yeah. Um, there was other other things that I liked the sound of and I thought it would be a good fit. It's fast paced. Um, it's... Um, a lot of interior design and and it's a it's a sexy strategy but yeah the main reason is limited funds and um very accessible so let me get this right it's, it's a low entry cost if not hardly any money at all that's correct you don't have to buy property you can control it so therefore your deposits don't hardly exist absolutely and tell us then what could you typically what's an average monthly profit if you've done it if it's done right yeah, so average monthly profit uh, of my units, I expect between five hundred and a thousand pounds. So okay, so five hundred to a thousand pounds per property. That's good. Yeah, with stuff you don't own. Yep. You don't have to have deposits. You don't have to um, apply for huge, complicated mortgages and have great credit. And this is accessible to anybody who followed a simple system. I'm guessing is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So. Um, it sounds like a great opportunity for people who want either set of business or additional income. So how did how how did you go about it? So let's just take us back to when you let's say three three years ago when we first met. Three years you were ago just when starting we out then. So yeah. twenty year old. Um, what tell us what your journey's been like from from there? Yeah. So like I say, I was when I first met you, I I I just had a desire for property, but I didn't know really what in what sort of substance that was that was in um i sort of got educated did a lot of networking and it was like i say about six months in when i when i heard this strategy and it was just a light bulb moment for me um i thought it's it's perfect i'd gone gone at 20 21 years old looking raising finance for developments and things like that and as you can imagine that's easier said than done so 
this is a strategy that I knew I could I basically do um, all alone without without relying on on too many people. So yeah, after after getting the right education, um, I the the first, the start of my service accommodation business was basically going out doing viewings. So it took me about 25 viewings to get my first one good that sounds that sounds normal yeah yeah mainly most uh, people think they do two viewings and they don't get a deal and that like, this does not work that's often <laughs> what you hear especially no. the neg headers and haters on social media yeah yeah no. so that this so, is real stuff here so 25 viewings before you got your yeah, first one so if anyone's out there on the 10th or yeah. 15th viewing or 20th viewing don't get disheartened i mean my uh, my hit ratio is a lot better now um, i wasn't very good back then at at the whole pitch but um, after about 25 viewings in, I think it was about three weeks, I got my first Rent to SA deal. And how'd that feel? I felt fantastic. Were you nervous? Um, Were you thinking, is this really going to work? No, I wasn't nervous uh, because I knew the knowledge was there. Okay, I'd, so you I'd, had the education. I drilled, yeah. drilled down. Um, I'd read every book and podcast. And Did you have a mentor? Yeah, so at that stage, I didn't have a mentor because um, I didn't have the money for a mentor at that stage. Okay. Uh, but I'd had um, as much education as I could have afforded at that stage. So I was in it. I felt confident. I felt very confident at that stage. And the question so, to you, though, would be, could you, um, people who maybe have no education and want to do Airbnb, can they afford not to get their education? Because if they don't, what could happen? No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, as a, as a, a business strategy... And I call it a business strategy rather than a property strategy because um, like all property businesses anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all a business really. Uh-huh. Um, it does sound very straightforward. You rent um, a property from a landlord and then you put it on sites like Airbnb and Booking dot com mm-hmm. and rent it out for a higher nightly rate. To do this strategy properly, there's a hell of a lot of moving parts. Um, so to try and do it without the correct education would be asking <laughs> asking for trouble basically. Um, but no, I, I, I got, I got that education and then I got unit number one, which was, um, a two bedroom apartment bog standard in Sheffield, which is where I'm from. The rent was 650 pounds. I paid a deposit on this one, 650 pounds. Um, I took the, um, the sofa out of my mom and dad's conservatory, (laughs) took the TV out of my bedroom and yeah, all in all, the, the total capital employed was about two thousand pounds. Okay, was that your um, own money, or did you have to go and raise that? No, that was that was all. So I had zero money when I started. I took um, a loan from a, a friend that I went to school with, a seven thousand pounds, and that was the the starting pot to start the company. So a couple of things there. So there's a, um, I can relate, and especially our academy members, I see have the same processes that. That one is this association with money that all debt's bad. So Alex has, has taken some money, uh, but he's now not just we use that seven grand and blew it on a car or go and blew it on a holiday or a nice bit of bling. He's actually then invested that into something that's going to give him a cash flow return. So for me, that's good debt. And there is a video on our YouTube channel about good debt and bad debt. So go check it out. But he's now using debt to enable him to scale a property business. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And the second thing uh, we just want to pick up on is you you said you you, you were you invested in education uh, on property and then you decided on service accommodation. So I just want to pick up on that as well, because some people will do courses and they'll go, you know what, I did that course and I've not done it. So it was a waste of money. I've heard that a few times. But I see education is a journey. 
So Alex, uh, from from chatting to him, is is going. Uh, he's maybe looking at buy-to-lets, HMOs, which are multi-lets. And then he's he, he got the education went, actually now, through that journey, service accommodation is right for me. So you know, was the other education you got to that point a waste of time or would you relate no, to what I've said here? Absolutely not. It was all, looking back, it was all really beneficial. So the first property training course paid, I was at as a broader training course which taught lots of different strategies. Um, and then um, I sort of chose... The only strategy it didn't teach was service accommodation, unfortunately for me. But um, I learned the basics of property investing, which which is the main thing. Um, And has that helped you um, in in what you're doing now? Yeah, of course. Because when you're mixing in these circles, um, it's very beneficial to have a good understanding of each individual strategy um, to become to come across as credible. Um, yes, specialize in one thing, um, but it's it's always beneficial to have a, a, a solid understanding. Fantastic. So you've now got your first service accommodation three years ago. Yep. Yeah, and you've you you did just about everything yourself. You you ripped stuff from your home, and yep. and you got it up and running. So did you make any mistakes in that first one? Looking back, you go, you know what? I learned that. I, mean, I would not do that again. Looking back at the professional photos, um, that's quite funny to look back on now. I thought they was amazing at the time. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, but looking back now, it's just cringeworthy. Um, it's a bit I like, mean, you know, when you look back at photographs of your previous hairstyles and you're thinking, <laughs> did I really have that three years ago? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's very similar to that. Um, I mean... Even then, not only the first, but the second and the third unit, I was actually doing all the cleaning myself. I was washing the linen. Um, I was doing personal Sounds like you made have a job there. Yeah. So literally, after three units, yeah. um, I, I must have had the most unsystemized, unautomated business, uh, SA business mm. out of anyone um, So, yeah, even taking cash payments. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I thought I'd gone from a not so great job to a terrible job. <laughs> I'm just a glor- glorified cleaner now. So that was a big changing point for me. Uh, I thought I'm not gonna. This is not. This is not what I planned out to do. So yeah, I've not. And that was, I think the the start. I mean, anyone anyone that knows me will know that I'm obsessed, almost addicted to systemizing and automating anything I can in my business I think that was the start of it so yeah so you do your first one then you got three units and the key learning point from there is that you no longer want another job and yep. a lot of people who get into Airbnb who haven't had necessarily the right training or they've got the right systems in place they do have a headache of a job because they're getting called at midnight that yep. they can't get in the properties or the neighbors start complaining because the systems aren't in place or things get damaged the cleaners don't clean very well because they've got so for me like it's essential the stuff you do now that systemize is enables you to get that whole point for me and then what we teach on our um, education programs is how do you leverage systemize to get your time back to have more choice to do what you want so it's not another job so like let's delve into more of that then so give us the top three things of systemization that's transformed your business the top three apps or the top three things i think for me for me the worst the worst thing about running my sa business this is going to be different for everyone personally um customer service um in the terms of in the in the sense of sa um was not something i took great pleasure in so 
Uh, one of the best things that we introduced to our business was um, a thing called Hostfully. So Hostfully um, is basically an online property guide, okay, which great. is individual to each property. So that will have not only the checking details and the lockbox location and information, but it'll also have things like how to use the hot water, how to use the Netflix, um, local recommendations, parking, so all the stuff like that, that basically they need to know. They're not ringing you or texting you going, do exactly. you know? That sounds like so, a good system to me. Introducing Hostfully cut our guest communication down by 80%. So that's number one for me, which we introduced. Fantastic. Fantastic. What else have we got? So guest communication, I wasn't um, a big fan of. Um, I think number two was um, I realized after I'd sort of systemized the whole guest side of things, what I was left doing was... Um, Sourcing, sourcing properties, which is fine. But again, uh, I wanted to look at ways of outsourcing as much as I could. So that's when I really started to leverage letting agents. So uh, personally, not been on a viewing in, in almost a year yep. now. Yet we've took um, probably 25 more properties on. Right. And that's all through leveraging letting agents. So, um, and it helps when you get more reputation. So the first one's always the hardest. Absolutely. And then, it, then as you demonstrate, you can provide a great quality product and service. Agents know like and trust you more. So therefore, the flow of deals start coming your way. Would Would you agree with that? Yeah, of course. You've got to prove prove yourself to the letting agents, uh, which is easier said than done. Yeah. So some people will be listening to this. They'll then just go right. I'm going to go start asking people. Can I do um, Airbnb on that flat? And the agent's going to probably laugh at them. Am I right? Correct. Because yeah. they, they they don't know the actual system or the right scripts to use to get the the right understanding and credibility with the agent. Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely a perfected formula and approach totally. with the uh, agents and landlords. Um, there's definitely a way to do it and a way not to do it. I know that because um, when I think back of the way I was doing it initially and the whole approach I had to it and the mindset behind it, um, I was doing it completely wrong. Um, whereas now uh, my sort of hit ratio in terms of viewings to to units acquired is is not on the same scale. Yeah. So um, in Tom Heaney Education, we ran a one day uh, rent to rent service accommodation and HMO uh, deep dive. And in there, we really delved into the, the language conversations and how you can really get a more clarity on your message so you, more agents say yes. And the feedback's been great. Some of the people who attend that course have already saying that they've got, they're already getting response from agents, which is great. It feels good yeah. to know no. that the stuff that... Uh, we do people can mirror it gets results no that's exactly right um i th and on on the course we we both said that the second we changed our approach in terms of mindset and how we what how we thought about what we had to offer totally. to agents or landlords that was the the time when it changed for mm -hmm. us and it's nice to see that it's not just a coincidence that me and you had the same epiphany. Um, it's actually working for everyone else as it's well. It's a system, yeah, it's with, a the, system. with the right same belief sets and and how, and you believing one with one hundred percent conviction that what you can offer will really help. It's, it's coming from a position of service rather than what's in it for me. Would you agree with that? One hundred percent, and it yeah. comes from me and you both know. Me and you are both very passionate about our strategies, so. 
that needs to come across and you can only be passionate and confident about your strategy if you fully understand every aspect of it and that comes through knowledge absolutely yeah, to know yeah, so okay so you that was after three units you then systemized fast yeah. forward to now what does your business look like so my business looks like we've got 54 units now so congratulations thank you very uh, 23 much. 54 units what give me what, give me some headline on turnover then so turnover, so we did, uh, uh, we've got 54 units and I actually sold a company that had 22 units in. Okay, well. So we've got, yeah. we've just, got just sold a company for 22 units, just like, yeah, yeah just, so just, just like that. In that time, um, after six months of building up in Sheffield, um, I then went moved down to London mm-hmm. for six months, uh, built um, a rent to SA company in London and a management company. Um, so after a year... Um, bearing in mind with a starting starting past seven grand, uh, me and my JV partner in London had a an office in the Shard, and it was all a bit crazy. Um, I ended up selling. Well, having my, an office in the Shard was crazy, or you mean the business was crazy? Uh, both, <laughs> both, exactly. Yeah, I bet you're sitting there thinking, wait a minute, I'm in the Shard, I have an office. Yeah, yeah. Kid from Sheffield, I thought, what is going on here? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that business just went at a crazy, crazy speed. Um, twenty two units in in six months, um, while still building in Sheffield, um, and that distance, um, give me no choice but to systemize and systemize really well. If you're enjoying this series and you're getting value from it, it would be really awesome if you could just leave a review and share it with your friends so we can really widen our reach on helping more people make it happen. Now, as a thank you for doing so, if you screenshot your review and you send it to me on one of my social media platforms, let's say on Instagram, so you can DM me, Tom Heaney underscore property, and you can show me your review or send it to me on Facebook, Tom Heaney Property. Then uh, as a thank you, I'll invite you to a private roundtable mastermind where we're going to be looking at how you can really scale your personal brand, your business, or your property investment uh, portfolio using social media and marketing in 2020. So how can you really smash and scale that? So that'll be happening in February. So if you want to come to that as a complimentary guest, as my thank you for really helping boost our uh, podcast, then you just send me your screenshot. But for one lucky winner for the next six weeks as well, we will also be giving you two complimentary VIP tickets to our boutique Property Wealth and Cashflow course event where you'll be front row, you'll have a work booklet and a private Q&A with myself on the Sunday with lunch as a thank you for just being awesome. And in addition to that, there'll be an online property training series that helps you understand how you can control property and create over a thousand pounds per property per calendar month using hardly any of your own cash so that's be one lucky winner for the next six weeks so keep enjoying this podcast and once again thanks for tuning in so one um, one quick uh, bit, bit of advice from myself who, who's also scaling businesses is you you want to systemize before you feel you need to systemize that's, that's key so you you're saying you felt that so in hindsight would you have built the systems from the start rather than built them when you needed them Absolutely. Um, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but that's maybe the power of a mentor, isn't it? Hindsight's perfect. And I think, and this is the power of a mentor. I'd, I'd had the education, but looking back at the start, I didn't fully implement it. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, obviously, because so. I was still cleaning and I was still washing yeah. linen myself. Yeah. He wanted to do that. Yeah. So I think that's the difference between having the knowledge and a mentor 
Because if I had a mentor, they would have been saying to me, what on earth are you doing yeah. cleaning those apartments? Right. Um, but that's, I think that's probably in hindsight um, what I'd have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so after a year, um, so we run the business uh, with my JV partner for six months in London. So hit us with it. What, what's your turnover right now? At this point, 12 yeah. months in is a, a million pounds. Okay, so that's not that, that's not too shabby, is it? No. Yeah. So for a twenty-three-year-old, uh, starting with hardly any cash, not buying property but controlling property, doing Airbnb and and Booking.com and contractors, having a turnover of one million is an amazing achievement. So you should be. You hope you do feel. Does that? Do you pinch yourself and think? Yeah, I'm I still making do this to this day. Yeah. I think at the time I didn't really know how much a million was. Yeah. Um, that was so. That was a um, pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, still. Um, it's it seems like so what was that so how does that what so are you like absolutely flat out in terms of spinning million of plates to, to, to make that, that happen that what does your lifestyle look like right now uh, right now it looks very different to, to then so then it was 16 hour days now well as you can as you well know i've spent the last few days up here um my perfect day is sitting back and watching my systems work um like I said, I'm I'm obsessed with it working like a big machine. That's all I see. Cogs moving, um, and when they're all working perfectly, that's my that's my perfect day at work. That sounds that sounds nice. So yeah. so, what do you do with your time? So so, I'm, I'm, so at the minute, I'm just imagining you sitting there like in the control room, just looking at the systems <laughs> going. <laughs> no, but it, so, so I'm sure you're not doing that. So what what no. does your life look like? You have got this systemization. You're 23. Uh, you're living in Sheffield. Um, you've got cash flow coming in, for, for, uh, so you're benefiting from the profits. Yep. What do you do with your time? So I just set up more businesses. I'm currently on seven businesses. Um, so Just seven? Je- <laughs> yeah, different JVs. So we've got um, Luso, Chef Zone. It's all under the Luso group. Yep. Um, Why Luso? Luso. <laughs> um, well, it's that Luso is um, Italian for luxury. So everyone asked me if I'm Italian, but I'm actually not. It was I was helping my friend um, get into serviced accommodation, and he was trying to think of a business name, and he was half Italian. So I said, "Oh, why don't you think of some things in Italian?" And then I found I found that name, and I thought I'm stealing that one. Actually, I'm keeping that uh-huh. one for myself. Um, so yeah, that's that's why Luso. And then we've got um, Luso Nottingham. So that's another city we operate in. That's another JV basis. Luso London. And Luso Furniture, Luso Sourcing. So we offer sort of the full end-to-end service. Yeah, so seven seven businesses, great turnover. So you're a creator. Um, That's that's ultimately when you time, you you start creating more things. That's what you have to do. Yes, I'm a creator. I I can't... Maybe maybe for watching this, you can relate to the fact that you're always coming up with a new idea. So I I can totally relate to that. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's that's what I do. But Um, without the systems, you just create chaos. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and 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 training and helping people yeah. over the last sort of six months mm. um, has become my my biggest passion, really. Yeah, so um, you know, you you're working with Tommy Education now because we want to help you have a platform to to, to deliver your message as well. So yeah, that rent to rent course we delivered was great. And twenty twenty, watch this space. We're going to be delivering some amazing content relating to rent to rent and service accommodation and HMOs. So if you're interested, do reach out or visit Tommy.com. 
So let's just now delve into more. So we've looked at where you started. We've now looked at uh, the journey, the fact that you, you, you scale, so you had to bring systems in. You end up in, in London in the Shard. You're in Sheffield right now. You've got multiple business on the go. What does the future look like? So let's say the next, next 24, 36 months, what's the, what's the game plan for Alex? Well, I think um, for most people who are doing rent-to-rent mm-hmm. or um, doing a similar strategy where you um, sort of rent to HMO, for example, or rent to SA, the majority of people, it's a stepping stone to buy assets. Um, I will never stop doing uh, rent-to-rent because... Mm-hmm. Why would I? Every t- every time, every hour I put into it, um, it gets me more money out. Well, the return um, on investment on rent to rent is great because hardly any money in, great cash yeah. flow back. I just it's, think even if you've got a great cash flow, why wouldn't you if there's a great opportunity? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And I mean, from um, my the initial seven thousand pound loan, there's never been any big investors that's come on board. There's never been any other investment. That's all. It's all cash flowed itself which is just ridiculous when you think about turning £7,000 into a million pound in 12 months. Mm. Um, and that's just because the cash flow. So anyone listening to this, just just to put it into perspective, if I got a £1,000 booking um, for this time, in, so that in July next year, I've got a £1,000 booking, we take the payment now, and we get the full amount of the money now. Can you, so if you've got multiple units and you've got bigger bookings than that, I mean, this week um, we've got our biggest inquiry ever, £200,000 booking. Yes. High five. I like that one. Go. We're going to go for a low five. <laughs> I'm, I'm going low. Yeah, so so when you think about on, on when we're talking those sort of numbers. You That's see, a great I, booking. That is, a, that is a crazy booking. Our closest booking so far has been 36000 so it's a big jump that up to, well to 200k. That's, that's really that's amazing. Thank you. Where's that come from? So that's actually come from Silver Door. Um, Silver Door are a big corporate booking um, engine. So uh, Silver Door work with the likes of booking, uh, likes of Facebook, Google, Capita, yes. things like that. So, so and what, what's the length of stay for them? It's, it can be for anything. this one for, for this one it is five months wow uh, and they are after 22 bedroom apartments That's in fantastic. Sheffield luckily for me I'm the only you one you it so only, hey only one thinking, oh, I'm going to start looking for he's already nailed this one so yeah, well done so, as far as I know unless there's someone under the radar mm-hmm. um, that's got loads of apartments in Sheffield I think I think we're good on this one so let's say I'm looking at Sheffield my, my, let's say one of the worries might be well what if it gets saturated what yep. if service accommodation gets saturated because everybody yeah, the attitude every, people say oh everybody's doing it now so there's no point in getting started yeah so saturation in any industry um, should be on your radar um, but the, the way I always look at saturation is if you're operating in that top 20%, um, no matter who comes in, if they're going to slot in the middle or in the bottom, it's just that bottom 20% mm, that gets I pushed totally down. So it's yeah. just the standard that goes up. Yeah, not right, a great quality product and service at, a, at the right price and have the ability to flex the price point. Uh, and I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah so it's the me, bottom people who are, who who are this tight, don't really reinvest in their products, don't create great service. Absolutely, absolutely I think especially with the Airbnb market, mm-hmm. I'm sure as many of you will know that 
used Airbnb is a huge difference in professionalism. Mm. So you've got the people who rent the spare rooms out yeah. uh, right up to the people um, that are professional hosts with 20, 30, 40 units. Yep. So um, it doesn't worry me. Um, it'd only worry me if I was offering a substandard service. So what about um, flats? So I'm looking at a flat in Sheffield. Yep. And um, I've just heard that the neighbours are all kicking off. And uh, like, how do I de-risk, make sure that the flat doesn't, that I'm not in breach of anything? So the, the main thing you want to be looking at, especially with flats, is is the lease. So a block of apartments is generally going to have a head lease. And that head lease is generally going to stay if you can or can't operate service departments. It's not going to say in those exact words. But it'll give you a, a good idea if it's a subletting clause or something like that. They're all different. But you need to check the head lease to make sure that there's nothing that's going to stop you in the future. Okay, great. And so let's say I'm looking in Birmingham. <coughs> and is there like a certain type of hot structure of property that does better than everything else? Like, so somebody's listening might be thinking, do one-bed flats, do micro-apartments, do two-bed flats, do houses, do five-bed, do eight-bed? Yep. Like, what, what is the sweet spot of like, is there a ratio or is it not that, is there not that secret it's magic source? My, well, my magic source, my sweet spot is two-bedroom city centre uh, with parking. Sounds good. Um, that's that's going to please well, my so it's it's a it's a bit of a weird one because when I'm teaching people about SA, I'm always teaching them to choose your target market first. A lot of my units actually cover three target markets um, out of the main four, uh, which is contractor, professional, and leisure. Okay, so if you've got a two bedroom apartment in the city centre, that's gonna please contractors. Professional and leisure, yeah. Um, but again, if you're hitting the holiday let market in, in Cornwall, um, obviously you're going to have a different property type. Mm-hmm. But I think, as a general rule of thumb, that is where you want to be. Because, sorry. Because <coughs> Alex hasn't had flu now for like about a week. Um, yeah. uh, <coughs> Can't seem to get rid of this one, unfortunately. Um, but now, if you've got one bedroom apartment, the way I look at it, you you, you are you then in much closer competition with a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've got two bedroom or three bedroom, you are offering better value for money, essentially. So I I know some people it works different depending on ex- where you are. Um, but for me, that that's the safest bet in SA. Okay, great. So if you, uh, if, if somebody's listening is thinking about getting into SA, uh, no matter what their age, what will be the first step they should take off the off the back of this uh, podcast or YouTube video? Yeah, um, the first step is is fairly simple. It's education. No matter if you can. So can I just can I just be free? Can I, can I be a freeloader and just listen to YouTube videos, podcasts, and read books? Will that get me the results that I want? No, it'll get you some base level information, um, but everyone knows all the juicy stuff, all the things you actually need to know are on the paid, the paid education. Um, definitely do read the books and watch the podcasts and watch the YouTube videos as well. 
Um, but yeah, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more to not not um, if you don't do the education than if you do. Yeah, my mantra, and I think yours is similar, it's just mirror success. Like Absolutely. mirror the people that get it working properly and make sure you align with the people that are delivering it morally and ethically. And that's key. So in like, Tom Heaney Education, visit, visit TomHeaney.com. Check it out now. And um, look out for, we are going to be running programs to help you get massive success in 2020. So on there, register your interest. So when we do launch it, it'll be an amazing offer coming forward. It means that you're, you're in at the most affordable price uh, and the most accessible price and with the smallest community size because once we get going on this this is going to go big and so get in early so you can you can get it at the most greatest price so alex you've been awesome thank you um you're joining us on our property wealth and cash flow courses in 2020 so come down and meet not just alex but myself and yeah just connect on social media so yeah any questions do put them in the comments if you're watching us on youtube we do read them and if you are on the podcast, do comment or, or uh, give us some feedback on the podcast because both Alex and myself will be seeing what you got of value. Okay. So you've been awesome. Thanks a lot. To 2020. Take Great care. Pleasure. Now, before you listen to the next episode, I want to say a massive thank you if you are already a subscriber and I know some of you have yet to subscribe. I am watching. Please do hit that subscribe button so you get alerted when the next episode comes out and it's every single week. And the comments, the more you engage, the more you tell us what you want, the more we can help serve you and get the best results to make it happen. Now, some people don't know we exist yet and they could be some of your friends. Just think, one episode could really help transform and change the direction of their life for the better. So please do share it with them too. Enjoy the next episode and I'll see you soon.